Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to the CollegeToPro.com NFL Draft Blast, the audio alternative for fans and NFL personnel to know NFL Draft prospects. Join host Bo Mashanti as he brings the next generation of tomorrow's NFL stars to you today. No more than the name. Welcome back to another edition of the C2P. I am your show host, Bo Marchanti. Appreciate you folks joining us. Apple Music, iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, anywhere where you listen to your podcast, you can find these free and available to download at your leisure. We have a fantastic young man coming on the program, and I was just passed along his highlights, and I was watching them. I'm telling you what, there's not too many times you just really get jacked up watching the defense that are doing his thing, especially on special teams. That said, he is a punisher, and I am excited to get him on the show. He was also down at the Pigskin Showcase, and he's going to be making his way to the Legacy Bowl, the HBCU Legacy Bowl. But that said, the Elizabeth City State standout defensive back, Tayon Reynolds. Tayon, welcome to the show, my friend. How's this afternoon treating you? Uh, hello. Nice to meet you. And um, afternoon is treating me well. I'm just blessed to be here. Uh, how about you? Uh I'm excited to get you on. I was watching your highlights about an hour ago. Dude, you're just, a pun- I mean, punishing people. Like, it looks like like movie tackles. Like, you're just jacking guys up, and it, it was fun to watch. Have you always had that tenacity from the time you first started playing the game? Uh, yes, sir. Um, when I was uh, playing flag football, I used to hit people, so they put me at safety. And, um, I used to get flagged, but I always <laughs> just been had that tenacity and aggressiveness. Uh, let me ask you this: Always on the defensive side of the ball? I'm sure you probably played both 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 positions growing up. But how did I guess? How did you kind of find and know that you were going to be that defensive back and safety, if you will, and let that's led you to this point today? Um, yeah, I played on both sides of the ball growing up. Played running back in um, little league, pop Warner. Then I played receiver in high school. But um, but I just always like defense. I like always like hit people. But then. I developed to, like, getting the ball. That was, like, when I took the next step, just getting the ball, getting picks, force fumbles, just, um, just anything I can do to just get the ball back for my team. Yeah, even on the highlights. I mean, the first play, you're crushing somebody. I think the next play, you're blocking a, a field goal, uh, interception a few plays after that, and you definitely have a knack for finding it. I have to ask, I mean, a couple all-star invites, so you're definitely on that NFL draft radar your play, just watching some of the stuff, I mean, it looks phenomenal. How did you kind of get lost in the shuffle coming out of high school? Um, uh, I was, the crazy thing is, going into high school, I was 5'5", five, five, 125. And I was very small. I like the smallest dude on junior varsity. And then um, I got big over the years. And my junior year, I was my first year, like, starting varsity. And um, I was 5'11", like 160, so. I was little, but then uh, my senior year, I got bigger. I got 175, and it's kind of, I was like, uh, just say I was wasn't athletic enough yet. And once my body okay. grew up and matured, yeah, that's when things picked up for me. 
And what are you at? Because I see so many variables. I mean, I've seen you as high as 6'2". I've seen you at 6 foot. I've seen you as heavy as 212. Uh, what is your height weight mm-hmm. right now? Um, uh, the Pairs King Classic, the showdown, um, I was 6'2", two, um, 208. That's what I'm measuring at. And they had scouts measuring right. Wonderful. Is is that, I mean, is that your playing weight? Is that where you feel most comfortable doing your thing? Oh, yes, sir. Um, I played, played this season at 205, 206, but getting ready for my pro day, I had picked up some weight. But I feel comfortable here. Wonderful. And what was it like, a couple all-star invites? You still have another one, I think, on February 19th in the Legacy Bowl. These, the first experience mm-hmm. just being able to talk with teams and let them know who you are, just not as a player but as a young man. Can you kind of share us what, what that experience was like? Oh, yes, sir. Um, first, when I first got to the um, Pearson Classics, uh, it was a great experience, you know, meeting uh, some players I played against and being, being able to play with them and meet some other players I see on film and then getting the new coaches. And um, I liked it. But then, um, me, you know, um, it allowed me to, for them to um, hear my story and understand how I got here. You know, I, I love the interview process, and I was just grateful I was able to um, be a part of that. Definitely. And how much more pep in your step does that give you? How much validation of the hard work that you put in, knowing that these scouts are making and taking their time to speak to you because they're curious about what you bring to the draft table? Oh, yeah, it was it was very um, – I was very excited and grateful for it, you know, because um, coming from a smaller school, Division two. Um, it was it's kind of hard for the scouts to uh, to, re- to be able to see me, you know, because uh, of the level of play. But um, it was just grateful, and I was very excited. I know I say football is football. Uh, at any level, you can always you can find diamonds in the rough. So I don't let that get to me. Yeah, well said. I love it. Now let me ask you this one. Uh, these guys, they're breaking down your tape. You're in that film room with these scouts. What do you think they're going to love about you? I call them your hallmark home run abilities that's going to pop off the tape that they're going to fall in love with. But you can versatility. You can put me anywhere. I'm going to find the ball. You know, um, team, they allow me to do uh, multiple things. You know, uh, I was able to, to play the overhand defender and force and play the fourth position. I was able to play deep field safety. and um, I could play the half field safety. I had blitzed me a few times. I was able to come in the box, play the hook curl, curl flat. I, I was a buzz defender. I just show all my abilities. I said, LGC, like, they can plug me in, and I can just fire my way to the ball. Yeah, and you can. Let me ask you this. Does anything go unnoticed? I know you're a three-time captain. You're all-conference. Uh, maybe you're a film junkie, weight room warrior, great in the community. Maybe there was actually something the defensive scheme didn't allow you to showcase. What else? Tayon, do these guys need to know about that and help you fall in their good graces? Yeah, I can. I think that one thing they, they, I want them they was able to see is my coverage ability. You know, I think um, I know I can really cover, especially the next level of tight ends. I look forward to them key matchups and them key receivers and the slot. Um, I think my versatility, my coverage ability, my man coverage, uh, one thing, and also my leadership ability because you can't really see leadership on film, but you know. Um, I love my team. Them guys know I do anything for them, you know. Um, and I just love football. Like my coaches, I sit in the office, try to learn as much as I can, soak up all the knowledge from all my coaches. I know I can learn something from all of them because they um played the game and they have a lot of experience. 
Wonderfully said. Karen, I'm telling you, I, I this is I you're you've been fantastic and this has been such a, a fantastic podcast. Uh, do you get comparisons? And I'm really curious about this because I don't know I don't know who you compare to that if I'm watching an NFL game I could say, Hey, this is who you reminding me of because you're so versatile. I mean, what player do you get the most comparisons to? Um, uh some of my friends I compare with Darren James, but uh me I feel like as um, my game, I take the best abilities from a lot of great players, and I study their film and put it in my game. Like Eric Reed, his range, you know, Ronnie Lott hitting ability, you know, um, Charles Woodson, the way he could cover, you know, Troy Palmolo, how he dominates the line of scrimmage. I just try to put everybody's game in the minds and try to help me to elevate and get better. And I love the vintage names you're throwing out there. I love that. Uh, so you're a historian of the game as well. You're just not a guy that's playing Madden right now. You're you're definitely paying attention to some of the great safeties that have, uh, you know, your predecessors, if you will. I love it. Uh, Ronnie Lott, Woodson, Palomalu, Ed Reed, and Tayon Reynolds. And, and Tayon, it, it, listen, this is why I love having small school guys on the show. You know, we've had Tyreek Hill on, uh, Joyke Bell. I mean, I uh, – uh, uh, so many, it's just countless. Uh, Julian Edelman, you know, coming out of Kent State, mm-hmm. uh, you know, it's just there's so many guys that come on the show that you you know you just you, you think, man, these you could be the next one. And the five years from now, somebody's saying uh, Tayon Reynolds is a guy that we like to compare our game to. Let me ask you this one: as you build up towards this Legacy Bowl and Pro Day, um, are there is there anything that you mentioned your ability, but uh, what I guess when you arrive at the Legacy Bowl, what's what's the biggest impact that you want to make down there? Uh, my biggest impact, um, just to know, like, uh, make my presence known, you know, like, uh, just do whatever I can to showcase my abilities and let them know, like, I really love football and I, I really want this. Um, and, you know, they can't really see my heart for the game, but I just hope they'll see through my play, through my effort and my abilities that I really love football and I want to continue playing. Fair enough. And how about this one? Because you come across as such a humble quiet kid i don't know it just seems like from the show we were doing when do you flip the switch because you are ferocious out there oh yes sir i say um in practice my coach will let me hit my teammates so that's my work on my technique but <laughs> once some, once it comes saturday and the lights come on i it just flip a switch you know i'm eager to, to um just showcase my abilities and try to do whatever i can to get a victory for my team Excellent, excellent stuff. Once again, Tayon Reynolds, the Elizabeth City State standout defensive back here on the C2P. He's invited to two all-star games. He was down at the Pigskin Showdown, and then he'll be making his way to the Legacy Bowl, the HBCU Legacy Bowl, another opportunity to showcase all the skills that he mentioned during this particular podcast. A lot to be excited about. And, folks, you know the one big thing, I mentioned this on the show so many times, is he has the measurables. A lot of guys coming from small schools, even at this point, they don't have the measurables that are desired to be at that next level. But when you look at Tayon's numbers, I mean, 6'2", 208, those are big boy numbers for a big boy game. Uh, before we let you go, we always say fun. We call it three and out. There are a few lighthearted off-the-wall questions. You ready to take a shot with some of those? Yes, sir. All right. Now, when you look back at your collegiate career and the coaching staff, it could be any coach at Elizabeth City State, uh, who had the biggest pet peeve during practice and what would set them off? It's something you might laugh about now. <laughs> uh, biggest pet peeve. Oh, that's a hard one. 
Mm, I'll probably say uh, my coach Singh. You know, he was real big on like we running, touching the line. Like he, I don't know. He just, it just, he just did not like that. That was like his biggest pet peeve. <laughs> and when we line up a line on the line, scratching, he wanted everything. He was in the military, so he just wanted everything the right way. That's like his biggest pet peeve. <laughs> Excellent. I have with this any game day superstitions, anything that you have to do, or you're going to kind of a little be mentally off? Uh, I, uh, my attire. I really uh, I have to plan my attire accordingly because that's my superstition. If I feel like I have a, don't have on a good attire, uh, I don't think I'm going to have a good game. So this year I really honed in on that aspect. Nice. You know, I heard the same thing. Uh, Jerry Rice used to have that kind of same attitude. So uh, it's definitely a good uh, superstition to have after one of the greatest that's ever played. Uh, the final one, uh, draft week will be closing in. I know it seems crazy the 5th of February, but this thing will be right around the corner. That said, draft weekend, when you're awaiting to hear your name come off the board and find out your next destination, Who's the best cook in your family, and what would you like that person to have prepared as you celebrate this next journey? Mm. Uh, that's my Uncle Rodney. You know, um, he always been cooking me my whole life. That's another reason why I got bigger. But uh, he know I love macaroni and cheese and, and yams. That's a great combination. So I just got to have that dish. <laughs> well, Uncle Rodney is now also on the clock draft day, so you guys can share in that special moment. Hey, man. Listen, arrows are pointing up. I can't wait to see what you do down at the Legacy Bowl. I know you're going to impress. That said, stay humble, stay hungry, be blessed, and we appreciate you stopping by and joining us. Well, thank you for all that support, and thank you for allowing me to be on this podcast with you. No problem at all. Once again, that is Tayon Reynolds. and I'm going to add the link and embed it into his page for his podcast because I really – more importantly, even listening to the interview – I want all our audience listeners to watch some of the highlight plays and see how tenacious and physical, and I don't even want to, and the versatility. I mean, he's making plays from all over the field. It's not a one-trick pony. He's not, you know, inbox guy that can't make the play or drop in coverage. He's not a guy, I mean, I don't think you can label him as anything. It's just well-equipped to be in that secondary and to be a playmaker. As always, we appreciate you stopping by and joining us here on The Seat. This has been a C2P exclusive.